Hey guys, this is Zach from the That's What She Said podcast. In the interest of time, Nicole and I have decided to split this episode up into two parts. This being the second of the two parts. If you haven't listened to the first part, please do so now. So, without further ado, please sit back, relax, and let's get into it. Switching over to Apple TV, which I know you're very kind of eager about this. Um, so Chris Evans is now starring in a Apple TV series called Defending mm-hmm. Jacob. I've mm-hmm. seen the trailer. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I don't have an Apple series account, so I don't know much about the show other than I get I. From my understanding of the trailer, don't they believe that, that like their son killed somebody or yeah. It was it like another little kid? I believe so. I'm I okay. just started the the first episode today, so I will have more to say about it later on. But yes, it's Chris Evans' plays uh Jacob's dad and uh Jacob has allegedly uh murdered someone. And so I mean, it looks good. Yeah. I've I've been pleasantly pleased if that's a word, that was a phrase. Pleasantly pleased. Pleasantly pleased. I've, I've been very, you know, I, I like what Apple's been doing. I, I don't think it's. Well, they're bringing as, on fantastic actors. I don't think it's as polished as it could be. The show or the series? The shows, okay. all of their shows. I don't think their shows are as polished as they could be. I think it has more to do with the fact that a lot of the Apple TV shows are on 4K cameras and it just looks way too vivid. Okay. Yeah. That it like just very does, sharp. Yeah. It just does something to me where I'm like, I don't particularly know if I like this. Um, which is I bad, would love but- to see Chris Evans in a sharp look like that. <laughs> just 4K right there for me. <laughs> um, ew. But... I- he he i'm i'm more interested in the fact that we haven't seen him play a dramatic role in a while and so yeah seeing him come back to playing dramatic roles i was just interested to see what he does and so knives far out. Pretty- knives out he was a, he was in a pretty right but that it, but okay. knives out in its sense knives out was also just kind of earth shattering because you didn't know he had chops like that oh my god i saw that and i was like Damn. I so that not- was different because you're like, he can do that? Okay. And then now with this series, I'm interested to see if he takes, you know, that direction a little bit more. I think when you're, you've been forced to play a character for so long, you and just kind of what- revel in the opportunity to play someone else. And I think and that's I what's gonna, happening now. I was going to bring that up because he has, I mean, he's obviously played other roles before Captain America. And I've lo- I love him in, um, with Anna Ferris. He's in What's, What's Your Number? And it was a really good comedic role for him. Really good. I loved him. Um, he played that role well. And I, I, we obviously know he has comedic chops. He, yes. He's good at what he does. Um, yeah. And I like those roles where when someone plays a character for so long, even if it's in a TV series, and if I see them in something else, like I can't just like keep picturing them as that previous role, if you know what I'm saying. Like, like I can't keep seeing like 
like RDJ's next role. I don't want to just keep seeing him as Iron Man. Like, why is Iron no, Man? No, but there? that's that's what happened with but, Doolittle. That's and that's why what I Doolittle mean. Like flopped with his- <laughs> with Chris Evans when I saw him right. in Knives Out. I didn't think of him as Captain America. I thought of him as wow, this is a fantastic role for him. He is looking fine as hell in that cashmere sweater. <laughs> so, I loved it. I am here for him as a bad boy. I hope <laughs> I hope you guys realize how hard it is to talk about something other than Marvel by the way she just described Chris Evans. I hope that everyone understands. It's very hard to switch the conversation to something else. Well, no, because no, I, I can I can bring up other like roles, like other people. I just I mean, you're you. you I mean, his rom com stuff is pretty good. Snowpierce is probably his best thing I've ever seen him do. So besides, obviously, Captain America. So to see him in something that's not superhero related. It's amazing. It's just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. It so is. I'm, I'm really interested to see how he does. I, but I was saying like across the board with Apple TV stuff, yes. it's been pretty good. I, have, I've, I mean, it's solid. It's not like earth shattering to me at least, but I've, I've enjoyed what they've put out. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how um, Defending Jacob goes. Um, but the credits, the opening credits of that, series oh my gosh it's so good <laughs> so good don't want the title sequence so good i loved it but that's a different story i might have to try it out i might have to nah, create an really apple good. account just because i still have to watch the morning show too i really want to see morning shows really good jennifer aniston's really interesting i've never seen her go well she wanna she wanna go the globe for her role yeah she's 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 super good i really enjoy the morning show um, but I've, I, I'm going to try those over quarantine. I think I'm going to create an account for like two weeks and yeah. And watch everything. And Dickinson. Is she, is that show good? It's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. I like it so far. <laughs> I'm not hearing the, the, no, I haven't. I mean, honestly, I haven't watched a lot of these shows in a while. I think when I first was able to get apple tv i kind of binged the first six episodes of the morning show and then i kind of dulled down a little bit as i was just exploring different things over this quarantine um period but i definitely go back and watch some of those shows again i'm just right now i'm binging house so i'm I'm about to binge watch house i've been binging house so i've just i've just been out of a lot of other new content for a while so that's just me and speaking of new content, um, you and I have been following Dune, which is a new uh, <gasps> movie coming. It's a new movie coming out, I believe, next year. Um, twenty twenty one, baby. So if coronavirus does not affect a lot of like the post production and filming and everything for this, we'll be getting it. Um, so we got our first look at a bunch of the characters, but we initially got our fir- very first look at timothy chalamet and zendaya and zune and dune and it looks phenomenal like i haven't read it's a book isn't it it was a book then it was a movie and then denis villeneuve yes denis villeneuve is doing a it's almost a a prequel to the movie but it's based more on what the book was trying to do. It's more accurate to the book than anything else. And there were some images that I was kind of like confused as to what was going on, but we got to see our first look at them too. Dave Batista. Uh, I always mess up his name. Oscar Isaac. 
Um, the cost is ridiculous. It's first just of like all. it's lit, and I, we said this right before we started filming too. But it, there's a jo- there's an ongoing joke saying that who else in Hollywood do they have to even cast in this film? Because it's such an A list, star studded cast. <sighs> That every single day, like there was like last year, every single day there was just a new casting announcement. Like you have like ten star-studded people in this film, and it's a just it's going to be that and Tenant are going to like blow it this out of the is, water. No, this is going to be Tenant, in my opinion. You think this will be Tenant? Yes, because Denis Villeneuve is just ridiculous as a director. Like I love so Christopher could, Nolan, but so could we? Could we? And sorry, but could we see like an Oscar buzz going on with this film? Absolutely. I mean, Denis Villeneuve directed Sicario, Arrival, and Blade Runner 2049. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So if he's directing this, you you know this is just going to be earth shattering already. Like the the pictures kind of gave me chills. I'm not gonna lie. Like looking at them. And he loves the book. He loves the book and he loved the movie. So you know he's gonna do it right. But he's gonna add his own twist to it. And and considering the the shots of Blade Runner 2049, especially the uh, Vegas, which I heard nothing but good things about. Right, especially considering the Vegas desert scene, I feel that sort of color palette's gonna be in Dune again, which is gonna really work for Dune. So I, it's in great hands, and I think a lot of Dune fans are really excited about it because they finally feel like the material is in the hands of someone who's really going to make it work. Sci-fi and, and action is Villeneuve's, you know, he lives for that. So I have complete faith this is going to be a great movie. So this brings me to my next question. Yeah. What is your most anticipated film for 2021, if you had to say now? <sighs> Dude, I went back and I had had a look at the films that are possibly coming out. So I made a list um, <laughs> and I will discuss my list. Uh, I have The Batman. I have Matrix 4, The Matrix 4. Um, coming out 2022 now. Oh, it is? It just announced June 24, 2022. Sweet. Oh, maybe. Oh. Maybe no. Uh, no, just kidding. That's John Wick 4. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, John Wick 4. John Wick 4. Um, but The Matrix 4, so I'm, I'm super hyped for that. Uh, Cruella with Emma Stone is coming out in 2021. Oh, my God. I forgot that about that. That could be interesting. Okay. We have The Many Saints of Newark, which is the Soprano prequel, which I think is going to be really good with the writer and director of Soprano doing the movie as well. Wow. Um, and then we have the musicals. We have In the Heights, Hamilton and Wicked, or was it coming out in 2021? Is Wicked coming out in 2021? I believe so. I saw it was on Google saying that Wicked was coming out in 2021. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested to see how that works out. And then you Avatar have so too. many movies. I have so, so many, movies. many movies. Oh my god! Like there, from there was something I read online, and I'll and I'll sit, and afterwards I'll give you a couple of the movies I'm interested in. But um, there was a some kind of thing saying like we're gonna have major films coming out like every 45 days. Yeah, because every we're back 45 locked. days. We're backlogged because well, all, all the movies that were supposed to come out this year are probably being pushed out till next year. And then so oh, yeah. we're gonna, it's going to be crazy how many movies are coming out. In my, my wallet cannot handle it already. But I say the top, the top three, the Batman, the Matrix 4, and Cruella, I think are the most, my most anticipated, I would say. I'd have to say I agree with the Batman. I think I'm really... Well, now now that Doctor Strange has been moved to 2022, I can officially say that Batman is my most anticipated film next year. Um, 
the Batman, I would just because I have to, the Eternals. I'm really interested to see how they do that. Mm-hmm. And then third one, I, I guess it would be, I'm not going to choose two Marvel films, but I'll go with In the Heights. I'll say In the Heights I'm really interested mm-hmm. about. Even though I'm not a huge fan of it, I'm I'm interested to see how they... How yeah, I'm interested to see how, oh, they, how they make that work. Just kidding. I'm excited for West Side Story. I'll take In the Heights out and put West Side Story, Steven Spielberg, ah. with Ansel yeah. Elgort, and they have the, the lead actress... I, I know Mistake. I'm really interested. That was, <laughs> that was a wild word <laughs> Mistake, but we'll but, see how that goes. But here's an example of C-list actors because his Steven Spielberg's cast for I don't want to mess up the name, the character's name, the lead, the lead girl. Mar- it's not Marie. I think it's Maria or something, right? Um, I'm gonna pull her name up though. But um, she was she was discovered off of YouTube. Yeah, a friend of mine um, auditioned for West Side Story. Oh, really? Yeah, for the movie. Um, So I have a very particular liking to West Side. I don't, actually, you know what? I don't really like West Side Story. This is Maria, yeah. And her name is Rachel Ziegler? I don't know who you're talking about, but. Rachel Ziegler, she's she's like the she's a fantastic singer. Oh, Matt. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, no, but I'm I. Those movies are a hit or miss for me, but I think West Side Story is going to do pretty well. In the Heights has a lot of buzz around it because of Lin Manuel Miranda. I think did he direct it or did he have like I think he's a producer. He's he's producing it and he's in it. Wow. Well, of course he's in it. Well, he wrote it too. So. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't know Lin Manuel Miranda wrote so, In the Heights years ago when Hamilton first came out. I I knew I like knew he wrote it and he all that, but I wasn't like a huge Lin Manuel Miranda fan yet until my sister told me that he's the one who wrote and directed In the Heights and starred in it. He didn't direct um, the musical, but he wrote the musical and starred in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's gonna be. He is the Paragua guy. Yep. So that should be interesting. I'm really interested to see how In the Heights works. There's a lot of people who I... The cost is weird to me. A little bit. Um, I was just looking at it. Yeah, I'm I'm not particularly sure about the cost. Uh, Some characters especially just very confused about, but... Well, he has Anthony Ramos. Yeah, Anthony Ramos as... Right, which is great because... Anthony was Sonny in In the Heights, the Broadway musical. He was also in Hamilton and then comes back for um, In the Heights, the movie. Um, Corey Haskins as uh, Betty, wasn't sure about. Um, they don't even have like Nina. Got her name. She plays Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Forgot her name, but she's yeah, she's in in the Heights as well as another character. So I don't know. I'm interested to see how this how this all works out, Um, especially because it's it's Washington Heights now, rather than early 2000s when In the Heights was around. So we, I mean, we have so many amazing movies coming out 2021. So it's gonna be. 
it's going to be a good year for if we can get theaters back up and running at the end of this year, it'll be a great, great turnout for 2021. And, and for, right. So I have something for you. I have something for you. We just found out that we have a green light for the hunger games prequels. (gasps) Suzanne Collins wrote, Suzanne Collins' fourth book, I believe, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, came out, and director Francis Lawrence of the Hunger Games trilogy is coming back to create the prequels. Now, this is before Katniss is a thing, so Katniss will not be in it, but what are your thoughts on the Hunger Games prequels? So I was, I loved the Hunger Games. I read all the books, and like, that's Literally. why I asked you this question. <laughs> I read all of them in a week because I was so, I wasn't obsessed with it, but it was definitely. You're obsessed. Series. It was another series for me to like get into. Um, it was Hunger Games and Divergent. That's how oh, I remember you in high school. It was Divergent. Twilight, Hunger Games and Divergent. They were the three franchises that you were obsessed with. I'm so mad they messed up my Divergent films. But anyways, so with Hunger Games, I mean, I want to see, I, I really want them, if they're doing a prequel, I want them to do it before the dystopian world came about. Before, right, that's I want to see how, how it leads into, I would be more excited to see how it leads into how they wanted to bring about the Hunger Games, how all these people pissed off the, the government enough to want to make each, each uh, oh my God, what are they called? Each faction, each district fight for, like, have their kids and have these young adults fight for their lives. Like, I would love to see how they, how, like, this storyline came about. Would I like to see some of the characters back? Yeah, like, I'd like to see, like, like, obviously not Katniss, Peeta, or Gail, but I would like to see how... I I, I just want to see how the story or... I think, I think that's what they're going to do. I genuinely I believe it's going to go. I genuinely believe it's going to be what started uh, the Hunger Games. I now, believe is it just the it books is. that got greenlit or is it the movie? No, the movie got greenlit. The book's already been made. The book's what? been out for a while, but oh, the movie's need- been greenlit that is going to come out soon. They're going to start. Oh, this could be like my out. Rogue One of the Hunger Games. Yes. Because honestly, Catching Fire was my favorite out of all the films. I lo- it was two. A- to kind of a T, it was it was the most accurate to the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and being like a book junkie, it was it was very important for that. But I think the prequel. I, I well now I have to read the book and get back to you about what I think should be in the movie because yep. they left out so much information from Hunger Games, so much information. Like it made me so mad because I'm watching it. They did the same thing with Divergent too. They left out so much information that was so vi- vital and viable to the characters. But again, there's only so much you can actually put into film that I know people who don't read the books are going to want to see as like, well. Like Katniss didn't find in the movie, I think she finds the pin. But in the book it was like completely opposite. Like somebody but, gave it to her and it was it was like one of those moments that you would just want to see on the screen. But uh-huh. I also haven't read the books in a long time, so Yeah. But we'll see. I'm I'm very yep. excited now for the. I didn't know it was becoming a movie. I I thought it was just the book, but no. I found out. Yeah, I did more research on it, and I found out it was coming a movie. So I was like, that's going to be interesting. 
well, I'll buy it and I'll let you know what I think of it. <laughs> I have a lot, I, I do that. I have, I research the book. I do so much in-depth research on books and then I watch the movie and I've like stopped doing that in the past like three years. Like I won't read a book now. I'll see the movie first and then read it because it just, it makes me so upset when it's not like the complete adaptation to what you read and what you spent mm-hmm. so much time till like three in the morning reading. Yeah. But, and that's my tea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So any final thoughts, anything you want to um, have a final say on before? Um, Killers of the Flower Moon. Are we keeping that for this episode? Are we moving it for next episode? Let, let's give the re, let's give the listeners. I almost said readers. Let's give the listeners something to look forward to in episode six. Okay, because I'm gonna freak out about that. So let's that'll talk be the about start of, that. <laughs> that'll be the start of episode six. So y'all don't have to yeah. worry about me talking about Marvel for about. And then I'll I also have more to say about defending Jacob for episode six because I'm gonna watch okay. it. Uh, things okay. to say? No, I. Just, I just hope that I actually do have something to say and <laughs> it's again, Star Wars related, but I, I really hope that they find a solution to this issue because I think fans have lost significant faith in the Star Wars franchise and as great as these ideas are, execution is the is the main point. So I, I really hope that with the success of the Mandalorian and how things are going with Disney plus series is that uh, they really come to a, a, a median or at least some sort of action because stuff like this cannot happen. Cause now we've just, we've just completely destroyed a great possible series because people weren't doing their research and not being 100% communicative with other people. So we'll see. I agree. And speaking of execution, I hope um, coming back to Hercules, final thought on yes. that, I think um, it, Disney just needs to really hit a nail on the head with this one. They need to cast well, they need to get a, a great director um, and just. I just really hope they go about it the right way and they bring together a great script. Again, it's all about casting. I really, really have high hopes that they're going to bring together an amazing cast that's going to embody each character well into their full potential. Boom. Thesis written. One one would hope. I mean, we'd really hope. And I also hope that they find a director who isn't just like a namesake director, someone who actually we'll see. loves the material and has something to say. I mean, like, for instance, like Aladdin, the action scenes in Aladdin were phenomenal, but that's also because Guy Ritchie is an action movie director. He knows how to do that stuff. But And I hope that when we find out the casting and the director, I hope I can surprise you on here with it, just to get, yeah, like, a I genuine hope, reaction. Oh God, I hope it's good. I hope it's I'm good. I'm just going to tell you not to look at Twitter. If I, I'm just going to tell you. 
Zach, we need to get on the podcast quickly. I have, yeah, I have no faith whatsoever. I, I feel very, I'm very depressed with a lot of material so far. I really don't know. I'm so scared, especially because Hercules is, Hercules is one of my favorites. I and I really, I'm really scared. I really don't know what they're going to do. And I really despise a lot of the fan castings that you have seen. I, I'm happy with them. Some of them, I'm just like, why? Like Gal Gadot. <sighs> I'm like, and Chris Pratt is a popular one for Hercules, but I don't think he can sing. No. That's again, it's, it's all about the singing. And I really, and I don't want to hear auto-tuned. If you're going to do it, either have someone who's trained as a singer or someone who, who we know is not trained, but they're just going for it. Les Mis works with Anne Hathaway just going for it. Hugh Jackman just going for it. I mean, they're not professional singers in any form or fashion. Blew me out of the park, just, though. They just go for it, and I I admire that bravery. I'd rather see that than see, you know, auto tuned like, voices and know that it's auto tuned. Oh, well, really let's just hope for great casting again. Yeah, I'm gonna let's I, pray. Let's pray hard. <laughs> let's pray for good casting because we uh, really for Zach's sanity. I mean, I'll be crazy. happy with whoever, but I'll be more ecstatic if it's somebody who I know can act establish the role well but i mean that's all for me for today yeah no i'm just really depressed now um (laughs) (laughs) this is what i do to him so that's what that's what she said with zach and nicole see you guys later bye